The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Hoop Balls NBA DFS Today. This is your Wednesday, June 2nd edition, and I'm your host, Keith Cork. Uh, riding solo today for you guys. Uh, looks like Mike had something come up, so uh, you just get me. Mike's keeping all of his awesome, amazing, game-winning picks to himself, so uh, we'll have to hassle him later about that. But uh, no, I'm excited, man. I'm, I get to roll with you guys on this uh, rockin' four-game slate uh, for Wednesday, June 2nd. And uh, before I get started here, I just wanted to give a shout out to our uh, guys over there at MyBookie. Uh, it's simply the best sports book around. It has a full-fledged casino platform and any sports bet that you can think of, you can make. Uh, it's got live dealers also. So if you sign up and enter the pro- promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, you get your first deposit match halfway up to your first $1,000. That means if you put in $1,000, guys, you get 500 It's a great deal. Uh, go do it. I've been playing Mike Bookie for a while now, and um, yeah, it's it's awesome. They've always got everything I want on there, and um, and even those live casino games. So it's a lot of fun. Go do it and use that promo code. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and get down to it, guys. We've got uh, a four game slate here. Uh, NBA playoff action. I know we've got a lot of the uh, top guys really popping off and getting a lot of usage and getting a lot of minutes here, and uh, that's that's likely to continue. You know, uh, we're gonna see the top dogs getting pretty much all the usage funneled to them as these uh, teams try to compete and, and win these games. I mean, this is the, the pinnacle of NBA basketball. So uh, first game on the slate, we've got Washington Wizards, and they're at the Philadelphia 76ers uh, in an elimination game, no less. It's got a 229.5 total, and we've got the Sixers favored by six and a half points. Uh, for an injury report, for the Sixers, we have Seth Curry as probable. Joel Embiid is doubtful, and that's a big one, guys. Uh, we definitely want to take advantage of uh, one of their highest usage players being out in this one. Uh, so Joel Embiid is doubtful. George Hill is also probable. So George Hill and Seth Curry most likely in. On the Wizards side of the ball, uh, we've got Davis Bertans. Bertans is out. I'm saying he's going to be out for an extended period of time, I believe I read. Uh, we've also got Russell Westbrook uh, marked as available for some reason, so he'll be in. Uh, he'll be playing, which is uh, great because they're definitely going to need him if they hope to have any hope here to uh, uh, stay in the NBA playoffs. But uh, but yeah, Davis Bertans being announced is a big big deal too, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute here. Um, actually, we'll talk about it right now. So without Davis Bertans, yeah, I mean, every single one of the Wings players on the uh, on the Wizards gets a bump. The guy that I like the most is going to be Ryachimura. <clears throat> He's coming at a 4,800 salary on DraftKings. And, uh, you know, he had just had an excellent game in the last one. And I think he can probably keep that ball rolling. I don't think it's really going to be um, unheard of. And, they, I mean, the, the Wizards really just need somebody to spot up and shoot from behind the arc. So uh, he's going to get a lot of three-point attempts in this game. He had uh, 45.75 uh, DraftKings points in the last uh, matchup in 42 minutes, actually, which is a lot. He actually took six a shot six shot attempts from deep, um, which is twice as many as he's seen in the previous game. So he was going to get those three-point shots. If he can hit those, he's going to hit the value there for you. Um, and if he can you know, replicate his 13-rebound effort from the last game, and he's going to surpass it. So uh, I love Rui. Um, probably going to be one of my top plays. I'm going to have a lot of them. So uh, Rui Hachimura there. I love him. Obviously, Russell Westbrook's on here for me, 11-4. Um, you know, just a guy that's capable of 70-80, uh, you know, 
DK points. I mean, uh, it's a tough matchup for him. I'm fading him, guys. I'm telling you right now. You don't want to do that. I get it. Totally on you. Uh, whatever you want to do, obviously. But uh, it's just a rough matchup for him. Um, you know, he plays. He's been, he's been playing better. Uh, but he's still going to get that Ben Simmons treatment. And um, it seemed like the Sixers had already kind of assumed they were going to win the last game. And I think in this one, they come out a little bit more motivated. So um, I, I don't really like Russ Westbrook too much. I'm fading him. I'm fading him myself. But I understand if you're going in a different direction. The other guy I'm going to add on the Wizards I really like is Daniel Gafford. I love him here because, um, you know, he got the start in the last one. They won the game. I don't imagine them, you know, uh, changing that up at all. I think Gafford's going to get the start again. Uh, he got yanked early in that last one uh, because he got in foul trouble, obviously. I mean, he's, he's up against Joel Embiid. He's got in foul trouble, but there's no Embiid here. So we don't have to worry about that foul trouble. And he still managed 29 DK points. Uh, got 26 minutes. I mean, that's more than the, the he seemed to be a, about capped around 20 minutes. Uh, he's been getting 20 to 22 minutes the last four or five games. So uh, getting 26 minutes, I'm thinking he could even top 30 here uh, if he's playing well. I know Robin Lopez had that big game. Um, am I chasing it? No, uh, you know, I, I, I am a belie- I'm a I'm a truther when it comes to Robin Lopez. I like Robin Lopez's game. I, I do like him a lot. I like him as a person. He's a funny guy. Um, but uh, it does feel like a little bit like chasing if we're going to play Robin Lopez here. If you want to go there, I uh, can't fault you. Um, Daniel Gafford's 4,700 and uh, Robin Lopez is 3,100. So obviously, if you need that extra salary, uh, it's, a, it's an OK choice. Uh, just not for me. So uh, moving on to the Sixers side of the ball. Got to start with my man, Benny Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons at 8,100. No Joel Embiid in this game. Uh, you know, did, did some math here. Uh, he's averaging more points, more uh, rebounds. Yeah, I can tell you exactly the numbers, actually. 1.2 more points, 0.8 more rebounds, 1.9 more shot attempts, and 0.7 more free throw attempts uh, in the 13 games during the season uh, when he played, uh, sorry, 16 games during the season when he played when Embiid was out. So if all that holds true, and this is the playoffs, so again, you know, the top dogs, they get more. So I'm expecting those to be even even inflated. Um, he's he's going to surpass that value at 8,100. I mean, he's you know, cheaper than some of the other guys on the slate around that same price point. He's going to get the usage. Uh, so I love Ben Simmons, probably my top uh, top tier play, but we'll save that to the end. But, uh, but yeah, I'm on Ben Simmons for sure, 100%. Uh, Tobias Harris, 7,800. I love him in this series. I've loved him the whole time in the series. Um, you know, seven eight hundred a high price point. It is. Uh, if you're trying to fit one of those guys like a Russell Westbrook or a Doncic in, into your lineups, you're probably not going to be able to get Tobias Harris in there. But uh, if you're going to go with a build similar to what, what mine's going to be, uh, you're probably going to want some Tobias Harris because he's a he's one of those um, you know middle to high range guys that's going to pretty much guaranteed to put up a big game. Uh, nobody on the, on the Wizards can guard him. That's the thing. There's no there's no wing defenders that can guard him. Um, I mean, Davis Bertans is out, so uh, they're playing Rui Hachimura a lot. I, I still, that doesn't scare me at all. So uh, 7,800 for Tobias Harris. I'm definitely going to go there. And then, of course, we got to run the set with some Dwight Howard at 4,300. This is obvious. Um, you know, no, no Joel Embiid. Dwight Howard's probably going to see 20, 25 minutes. He's just a, a point-per-minute monster. Um, I'm actually going to see what he got in the last one, but... Um, yeah, I mean he's uh, he's just an obvious obvious play here, and he's up against a team that really can't guard um, the center position. He only got 14 minutes in that last game. I'm expecting him to get up to 20, probably closer to 25 here. So, um, but yeah, he, uh, the Wizards can't guard the uh, center position worth a lick. I mean he's going to get boards, he's going to get blocks, he's going to get you know 
get points hopefully um get to the free throw line a bunch and probably miss a bunch but uh, 4300 you can't really beat that um i think he's going to be really highly owned so keep that in mind uh you might want to pivot off of him if you are not feeling it and uh especially if you're in a gpp you want a little bit of a contrarian approach um you know fade and by howard would be would be um something you can think of but there's not a lot of guys in that price range that are looking uh like home runs and he's looking like a home run to me so anyways moving on uh we got the atlanta hawks at the new york knicks and this is a 208 game total and the knicks are favored by one and a half points and that's at 7 30 p.m eastern standard time i Sorry, the last game was at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think I skipped over that. But anyways, uh, Hawks and Knicks for the injury report. We For the Hawks, we have uh, DeAndre Hunter is probable. And uh, Cam Reddish and Brandon Goodwin are still out. So uh, not coming back. Uh, Knicks list, uh, Mitchell Robinson is out, but everyone else is, ha- is healthy. So uh, pretty much all healthy there. And uh, man, I wish they would get Mitchell Robinson back at some point. That would be kind of interesting, wouldn't it? But it doesn't look like they're going to have him here, and um, you know they're staring down the staring down the barrel of a uh, elimination game, and um, so we'll, we'll we'll see how this goes. I'm I'm not sure who I pick in this game. Uh, it's it's been a really good series. I hope you guys have been watching. I've definitely been catching it here and there. I uh, was talking to some Nick fans before about how uh, I basically think the Knicks are just a better than uh, an average team that is performing overperforming they're performing better than everyone anyone expected and there's no shame at all in that i saw a tweet that said there's no shame in that um there is no shame at all in that uh, i think the hawks are just a better team so uh, my money's on the hawks here but uh, who knows uh knicks are knicks are favorites so uh but anyways for the hawks i have trey young 8900 uh you know trey's just been eating these guys um been toasting them he um didn't need to score a whole lot in the last games, but, um, uh, well, he scored 27 in the last game. The game before that, he scored 21. I was thinking of the game before that. But um, he's still scoring, you know, re- easily in the 40s for DK points, um, 44.75 in the last two. Uh, capable of that 50 to 60 point upside, just like those other guys, um, you know, Donkic and, and, and Westbrook, you're paying you know, almost two grand more for those guys, and, and they might end up scoring exactly the same as Trey Young. So, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Trey Young. I don't think I go to him a whole ton here. Um, you know, I, I just don't know uh, if I land on him a whole bunch, but, uh, but if you do, uh, no problem. I mean, I'll take, I'll take Trey Day any day. Um, the other guy I'm looking at on the Hawks side is Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, 6,700. This guy is another guy that's been really heavily relied on, on the offensive end. And, um, you know, just, uh, it been, been cooking this, this uh, backcourt of the Knicks. The back, that's where I really, that's where I typically try to um, attack the Knicks is in their backcourt. You know, they're a pretty, pretty stout defensive team. But uh, Bogey's put up 36 and 32.5 uh, DK points and then 35 DK points one before that. He's got 40-point upside. So I like me some uh, Bogey at 6,700. Uh, don't know if I landed him a whole lot. Uh, this isn't a game that I'm really too excited about. You saw that uh, game total, uh, or you heard that game total I talk, talked about before, 208. Um, one of the, I think it is the, yeah, the lowest one on the slate. So, um, you know, I, I just, uh, don't, don't find this game myself gravitating towards this game a whole lot, but if I do, I like playing those two guys, Trey Young and, and Bogey, Bogdan Bogdanovich. For the, on the next side, you got to look at Julius Randle. Always got to look at him. He's 
seems to have kind of snapped out of the slump here. Uh, he's only at 9K for this, so um, you know he can easily surpass that. We saw what he did during the regular season. Um, I, I'm not one to say that it was a fluke at all. I think he's a very talented player. I think he's got that offensive potential. I mean, he scored 50 DK points in, there in this uh, last game of this matchup, and uh, he only shot 36.8%. Uh, from the field. So, uh, and before that, he shot 13.3%. I was just looking at his game luck here. Uh, so yeah, it's a, uh, you know, he, he's got that potential. You don't really want to get too caught up on looking at the game logs here. And this is one of the, one of the fantastic cases. I mean, if someone doesn't really know anything about basketball and they just look at this, they go, Oh, this guy's not very good. Uh, you know, you've been watching all year. You've seen what this guy can do. Uh, he's going to have a lot of usage. He's going to get a lot of points. He's going to get a lot of rebounds. Um, you know, he can easily surpass, uh, his value there at nine K. So he's a good, good contrarian pick here for some GPPs. I think you can uh, probably load up on him and see some uh, pretty relatively low usage, I believe. The other guy I'm looking at on the Knicks, uh, which is a guy I'm always looking at on the Knicks, is Derrick Rose, uh, 7,300. Uh, the price point's a little bit high there. Um, so this is something I would only go toward go towards in the GPP. So I'm probably playing only Knicks, only playing Knicks in a GPP. But uh, Derrick Rose at 7,300, I think, you know, the, the Knicks just simply need need him to, to perform, they need him on the offensive side of the ball. So um, I don't mind spending that premium price because, uh, you know, he's got that 25 to 30 real-life point potential. Um, still waiting for that. I think I called 32 points the other the other day. He hasn't hit that yet, but uh, he's gotten close. And uh, so I'm hoping he does in this one if I'm rostering him. But uh, probably not going to gravitate towards either of these teams too much, but I do like those four guys. Anyways, moving on to the third game of the night. Memphis Grizzlies at Utah Jazz. And this is a 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, start time. And it's a 224.5 game total. And the Jazz are favored by 9.5. And And for the injury report, we've got for the Grizzlies, looks like everybody's healthy. And the same thing for the Jazz. So it looks like we're going to have both teams going all out. I mean, Sean McDermott's out for the Grizzlies, but uh, yeah, we, we don't really care about that. So, uh, so yeah, uh, two two healthy teams. It's been a pretty good series. It's been competitive. I think the Grizzlies have really opened some eyes. Uh, you know, if you've been watching the Grizzlies all year, you know it's a pretty good team, and uh, they get did give Jet the Jazz, uh, you know, plenty of uh, plenty of worry here. But um, you know, uh, this is another case where I think. Uh, the Jazz have really woken up, and I think that the Jazz probably win this and, and, and close this one out and move along with their lives. But, uh, you know, Grizzlies could surprise me. I mean, they only lost by seven points last game. So, uh, anyways, on the Grizzlies side of the ball, for DFS purposes, I do like me some John Morant at 8,600. Now, if you're asking me between John Morant and Trey Young, who am I going with? I'm probably going to gravitate towards Trey Young. Um, I know Ja had some huge games, and he's also a little cheaper at 8,600. Um, but I just feel like uh, Trey Young is in a better position against the Knicks squad to perform. Uh, ja did have 51 and 41.25 in the last two games. He also had 61.5 in the game before that. Uh, you've got uh, Donovan Mitchell coming back healthy. I think he's pretty much fully played 35 minutes in that last one. Uh, I think if he needs to go 40 minutes, he can probably go 40 minutes. And, and the Jazz are just a stout defensive team. That, oh, so are the Knicks, but uh, I, I don't know. I just... Um, 
I'm, I'm trying not to say I don't buy into John Morant because I do. I think he's a fantastic young player. I think he's going to be really great. Um, he shot 38.1% from the field last game and still scored 51 DK points. But, um, but I don't know. I, I just I think I picked Trey on over there. If you want to disagree with me, feel free with it. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. If uh, Mike was on, maybe we put a, put a little wager on it. I don't know if he's on the jaw side or, or the uh, Trey Young side. We might be in agreement. I'm not sure. But anyways, uh, moving on. I also like Dylan, Dylan Brooks at 6,600. This guy... Uh, we all know he's a volume shooter. He's been getting that volume. He's a much better player uh, in real life than he is for fantasy purposes. So um, I don't think I landed him a whole ton. Uh, you know, he can be inefficient uh, and he can get in foul trouble very easily. Uh, he had four personal fouls in the last one. He fouled out in the game before five and the one before that. So, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're cutting into some minutes there. You only had 28 minutes in that uh in that game on the 26th. And then uh, he had 33 and 37 in the, in the last two games. So. You know, if you can't, um, you have to be able to rely on a guy to get uh, 35 plus minutes. And I don't know if I can necessarily do it with Dylan Brooks. So, um, you know, I'm probably not going to land on him a whole lot, but I think he's a really solid choice uh, in a in a GPP because he has that really, he has that 50 point um, DK upside, DK point upside. Um, you know, he's getting up to every other game, he's getting up 25 plus shots. He's getting 20, he had 26 shots uh, in game uh, on, the tw- on the game on the 23rd, and then he had. Uh, 14 shots, then 24, and then 15. So uh, if that pattern holds true, he's going to go up for 20, you know, 24 to 26 uh, shot attempts again. And if he hits half of those, oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're really cooking. So uh, I think he's an excellent GPP play. Uh, I'd probably stay away from him in cash games unless you land on him for some reason. I mean, there's obviously not a whole ton of options out there. It's just a four-game slate, but um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's going to get that volume. He's going to get some usage and, uh, you know, if he's, he's really energized by his defense. So if he's performing in that end of the ball, uh, you know, he'll be performing on the offensive end as well. Um, so don't mind him. Uh, probably not going to land him a whole lot. Uh, and the last guy here I really like is Grayson Allen, 3,800. I said it last week. Um, you know, this guy's getting minutes. I mean, you're not going to find another guy on this site that's in that price range that's getting re- 30 minutes a night reliably. Grace Allen got 29 and 30 minutes in the last two games. So he's at 3,800. Um, you know, that's going to save you some salary. I mean, you know, if you don't need to go there, don't go there. Uh, there's probably some better guys over there in the 4,300 to 4,600, 4,800 range. Um, and if you can afford those guys, by all means, please go there. But, but no, Grace Allen at 3,800, if you need that salary saved, that's my option for you. That's the one to go to. Um, we just need him to get. I think he shot five for eight uh, from threes a couple of games ago. We need him to shoot like that if we if we want, are going to play him, so he can really surpass his value. Uh, on the JS side of the ball, I'll take some Donovan Mitchell at 8200. This is actually uh, I love this play. I love 8200 for Donovan Mitchell. I mean, it's a it's a discount for this guy. Um, it's it's the playoffs. We're getting we're getting uh, playoff spider here, and uh, this dude's healthy now. I mean, like I said, he played 35 minutes in the last one. Um, you know. He hasn't shot particularly well, uh, so you know you, you just think a, a huge game's just kind of like on the horizon. I don't know if it's going to be in this series. I don't know if it's going to be in the next series, but um, he's healthy now, and he's the the main guy that makes their offense go. So, uh, eighty two hundred for Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I'll go there for sure. Um, you know he's getting to the line a whole bunch the last couple of games also, which I really love. That means he's just he's feeling really confident in that. Um, I think it was his ankle was his problem. He's really he's just really feeling confident and really attacking the basket. The other guy I like in the Jazz is Rudy Gobert, the Stifle Tower himself at 8,000. I uh, love this guy uh, in this matchup. Um, price is a little bit up there, so he's not somebody I'm necessarily gravitating towards a whole lot, but he is somebody that I'm going to keep in my player pool uh, at 8K. He just, um, you know, typically he he can chew up this uh, this Grizzlies defense, chew up uh, G- Jonas Valanciunas. So, 
I like some Rudy Gobert at 8K. Second here. Okay, moving on. Let's go to the last game of the night, the fourth game. It is the Dallas Mavericks at the Los Angeles Clippers at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, start time. And we've got a 217 game total here, and the Clippers are favored by seven points. Yeah, this has been an interesting series. Um, it's It's been an interesting series. Uh, I, I expect, you know, the Mavericks just look like absolute garbage the last <laughs> the last game uh so i expect a bounce back game here from from the mavericks i mean it's tied up um and we'll see uh, this is a very pivotal pivotal game for both teams uh man this is one where you expect both of the stars uh, the stars on both teams to really fall out um you know the, the game total is a little bit lower than the other two I, I i find myself stacking washington wizards and philadelphia the 76ers a lot and i find myself stacking grizzlies and utah jazz a lot I think all the games on this slate are going to be competitive. It's going to be a good night of basketball, folks. So I'm excited as a basketball fan. I hope you guys are. Um, but, yeah, I'm not really necessarily gravitating towards this game a whole heck of a lot just because, um, you know, the Clippers have great defense. I don't know if I can trust the Mavericks uh, up against that great defense. Um, on the other side of the ball, <clears throat> outside of Kawhi and, and Paul George, you know, who on the Clippers can I can I trust? So, uh, But, anyways, we'll get there. Uh, let's see. For the injury report. We've got, for the Mavericks, we've got Luka Doncic is probable. Maxi Kleba is probable. And then for the Clippers, we have Serge Ibaka is doubtful. So pretty much all healthy. Uh, you know, I'm sure the Clippers would love to have Serge, but it's not necessarily really. Um, they're doing fine without him at this point. So no big deal. But uh, anyways, on the Mavs side of the ball, I can't rule out Luka Doncic at 10-8. Um, if it's between Luca and uh, Westbrook, I'm going to probably go Luca. That's just my personal preference. Uh, if you want to go the other way, uh, I totally get it. But both those guys are, uh, you know, I've said it before, capable of 70 to 80 point DK point outings. And, uh, you know, it's a rough defense here. <clears throat> and uh, I think the last game really proved it. You know, the whole the whole team really just struggled. It was just an awful game. I, I pretty much turned it off, I think, uh, the start of the third quarter or, or halfway through the third quarter. Um, it just was just bad. I mean, he only scored 36 DK points. He only played 36 minutes. Um, you know, but before that, he scored 71.75 and 61.25 DK points against the same team, and then 71.5 in the in the in the game before that. So, in game one, so uh, yeah, 70 point upside. I mean, you always have to keep an eye on him. You always have to keep him in your play point. I think, and, and like I said, if I'm going between him or Westbrook, I'm going to go with with Doncic. But I just don't think I'm going to go with an, a, a stud. I think I'm going to go studless. I don't know if I'm being an idiot there. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. Uh, take my money then. You know, let's uh, all play the game. But uh, but no, I like him at 10-8. And uh, the other guy I like on the on the Mavericks, Maxi Kleba. And uh, the reason I love Maxi Kleba this is another guy. You know, 4,300 is his uh, is his salary. And this is another guy that is just getting you know um, 32. Minutes he got last game, 35, 34, 36. So he's playing minutes in the mid-30s reliably. Um, does he get a whole bunch of usage? No, he doesn't. He only had 11.25 DK points in the last one. Uh, but before that, he scored reliably in the mid-20s. He's just he's just reliable. He's a, he's priced fairly. I think I don't know if there's anyone else that's in that price range that I like um, as much as Kleba. Um, so that's why he's in my player pool. Uh, I think he's just there as filler, you know, if I need to save some, some salary. So... Um, there's a there's a value play for you guys. Uh, the other reason I really like Kleba is just Porzingis has been absolutely struggling. He only got 28 minutes in the last one. Uh, they were sitting him uh, quite a bit in the first half. I, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly what was going on there because he, he was scoring awesome, but 
uh, you know, everyone's just kind of ragging on this guy. Uh, Christoph Porzingis is just getting ragged on. So I'm, I'm, I'm fading that guy. I'm not playing him. Um, I don't know if he's going to get 35 plus minutes. I, he hasn't gotten it yet in the last three games. He's only gotten 32, 34, 28. So yeah, I can't play. I can't play Porzingis. So that's that's also another reason I'm gravitating towards Maxi Kleba. For the Clippers, I already mentioned them, but Kawhi Leonard at 9600. And Paul George at 8,800. Always got to stay in your, your player pool. Um, big game. Big game for these guys. Uh, I don't know. May, I think these are probably guys that I'd prefer over over others around the same price. Um, which one am I going to go with? I mean, I'm probably going to go with Kawhi. He's, he's the more reliable in my opinion. But Paul George, I think, makes for an excellent GPP play. I think there's at 8,800. I mean, I think he can, he, he can put up monster games. Um, and, you know, he, he a lot of people give him crap. And a lot of people have been defending him on, on Twitter and whatnot. So it's been interesting to see. But, you know, this guy's this guy scored, um, you know, 46.25 and 55 DK points in the two games before the last one. The last one, only, he only had 35.75, but they still won. So, and it was a blowout. So you can't really blame him. I mean, he's getting over 40 minutes. Um, when he when he's needed, he's getting 40, to, you know, 40 plus minutes. And, and uh, Paul George at 8,800, I don't mind going there at all. Um, but like I said, I probably lean Kawhi. Um, they're pretty much the same price. I mean, Kawhi is a, a little bit under, uh, he's $800 more. So I have to take that, that into consideration. The other guy I'm going to add over here on the uh, Clipper side is Marcus Morris Sr. at $4,600. I uh, just love this guy's game, and I love his uh, his spot here and, and his opportunity to score, uh, really stretching that defense and getting out there. Uh, you know, if it comes down to it between Marcus Morris and Mexic Leba, who do I who do I lean towards? Um, good question. Just just thought about that, actually. <laughs> but uh, no, I probably lean towards uh, Kleba. Uh, you know, I... I don't know if I can trust uh, Marcus Moore Sr. to um, put up 30-ish points. I think maybe Kleba can get there. Mm, I don't know. You, they're, they're about the same. It's pretty pretty um, apples to apples, honestly. But uh, no, Marcus Moore Sr. He had 22.5 uh, DK points in the last one, 20.75 in the one before that. He had, uh, in the last four games, he's had 33, 25, 34, 29 minutes, so... You know, capable of getting 30-plus minutes. So I guess if you had to say a reasoning for, for me choosing Kleba over Marcus Morris Sr., I would go with Kleba because he's reliably getting over 30 minutes, uh, and Marcus Morris, maybe not. Um, I mean, he did fall out in that, in that one game. That's why you, his minutes were only 25 minutes, but and then there's a blowout. So, eh, I don't know. I'll have to waffle about that to think about it a little bit more. But anyways, that is the last game. <laughs> it's kind of awkward talking to myself. I feel like a crazy person, but no, I'm I'm happy I could be with you with you all. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you can uh, you know like subscribe, uh, drop us a comment, let us know how we did, let me know how I did. Tell me, hey, put a comment in there that says, hey, Keith sucks. Don't ever let him host again, uh, even in an emergency because he's awful and he's terrible. No, don't don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> tell him, everyone, tell me, tell them that I'm awesome and I deserve to uh, to run this whole division. No. No, don't stop that either. Anyways, that's the last game. I'm going to stop rambling. Uh, I'm going to give you guys my player two years. And since it's just me, I'm going to give you... Uh, you know what? No, that's not a good idea. I'm just going to give you one for each. I'm going to give you one for each. And if you want to get the rest of them, you guys sign up for the DFS Pass with Hoopal. Uh, if you guys are listening every day to this podcast and you haven't signed up for, for it yet, uh, the DFS Pass is cheap. And it gets you all these plays. It gets you access to our Discord. It gets you access to the experts directly. Um, 
you're missing out. You're dropping the ball if you just signed up for it. I know it's the end of the season, um, but you can sign up for it and then, you know, sign up again next season. Uh, sign up for it now. Just see what it's like. Give it a trial. Uh, come join us. Come talk to us. Come come hang out. I mean, we have a good time. So, uh, anyways, get the DFS pass. I'm going to give you guys some, some player tiers here. For my expensive tier, I am going to go with Donovan Mitchell, 8,200. Uh, he's back full swing, played 35 minutes in the last game. If he needs to play 40, I think he could. Uh, he dropped 49.5 DK points in the last one. He was he only shot 36.4% from the field. So just feels like there's a lot of meat in the bone there, that deflated price, price, uh, deflated price point. So uh, I like Donovan Mitchell at 8,200 as my expensive tier option. He's not even that expensive. <laughs> so, uh, as a mid-tier option, this is guys under 8K. I am going to go with my guy. Um, I'm going to go with Tobias Harris. And, you know, all the reasons, uh, you know, no Joel on beating this one. So, he's going to get uh, some additional usage. Uh, and... Uh, on top of that, top on top of that additional usage, he's just been tearing up this team, man. I mean, just watch the games. He, there's no one that can guard him on the Wizard squad. So, um, I love it. I love Tobias Harris at 7,800. He's my mid-tier play for you guys. And then for a value tier, should I go the easy route? No, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go the easy route. Sure. Dwight Howard, 4,300. This one's a bit just too too obvious. Uh, you know, he he's uh, likely in line for 20 to 25 minutes. He's probably my favorite play uh, on the slate just because he allows you to you know get other guys in your lineups, and obviously you can play the double center lineup if you need to. And uh, you know, the the other team's just not very good against the center position. So uh, I don't know. Maybe they don't play Dwight Howard 20 25 minutes. I'm I'm thinking they do. And uh, for DFS purposes, this guy's a permanent monster. So. Just fire him up. Don't look back. Dwight Howard at 4,300 is my value play of the night. <laughs> and that's it, folks. That is all I got for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, hope you had fun. Like I said, please like, subscribe, join us in the, the DFS Pass. And, uh, yeah, let's go win some money. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.